Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number six of the Chase and Stanley podcast. As always, my name is Dave, your host, alongside my co-hosts, Tom and Nick. Tom, uh, how you doing, buddy? Good. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I can't stop staring at uh, our boy Nick right now. Guy looks great. What do you mean, Joey yeah. Fatone? What's up, boys? Joey Fatone. Nick, how does a new cut feel, bro? It's cold, man. It's cold. You should never do this in the winter. I, uh, I made a mistake. But what's going on, boys? <laughs> big week, big week. Um, busy week too. Uh, we've last the last time we left, to uh, the Leafs had just uh, won a very important game versus the Montreal Canadiens. And then they played them again on the Saturday night, where they played a, a pretty decent game against them, only to lose two to one after falling asleep for a short period of time. And then they had the game against Monday night. Oh, that Monday night game against the Ottawa Senators. Oh my God, skip where... over it, please. <laughs> yeah, they were leading four uh, five to one in the second period, and they lost six five in overtime. Still got the point, wow. uh, but it was kind of a breakdown and um yeah we'll get into that in a bit um following that on wednesday night they did have a better showing winning two to one against ottawa much closer and tighter game and that leaves us with just recently happening right before we press record here the leafs handingly beating the ottawa senators seven to three to take five out of a possible six points versus the ottawa senators so the Leafs, as it stands, are still in first place with 28, 28 points um, right now. First place in the league and as well as the North Division. So a few things we can dive into regarding this team. Uh, I want to start with basically... Actually, you know what we'll do? I want to see where you guys want to start. I want to see how you guys want to discuss this team Um Maybe we talk about uh, the good first or the bad. I mean, there's not a whole lot of bad. Say we get the bad out of the way first. All right, yeah. start with the bad. Who yeah. wants to talk about Jimmy VC or Nylander or Kerf <laughs> <laughs> or Engvall or or or? or. <laughs> Tom, what's on your mind, man? You want to talk about the bad uh, first? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not talking about Nylander. We'll talk about the. I guess we'll talk about the collapse against Ottawa the first game. Yeah. Where they yeah. they shouldn't have lost that game. No, it was and interesting. We'll just, yeah. We don't want to get too far into it because everybody knows, you know. So what do you think, guys? Yeah. Was it a cause for they, freak they out, fucked it up. or was it a one-off? You think we'll see oh. this again this year? I th- I think like Dave was saying, <laughs> we were texting during the game, and he was saying like Absolutely. he's, you know, it was almost a good thing they lost like that, so that they, you know. Bring yeah. it down a little bit. Yeah. They, uh, so now yeah, they realize that every team's still going to play hard no matter what, and they're, you know, you know what, man, the o- Ottawa. They lost in overtime. They still got a point, but yeah, and Ottawa historically has always given us trouble. Even though we win, like usually yeah. we beat them, but they always play us hard, or we just play down to their level, whichever one it is. It's very true. Yeah. But I mean, uh, the Leafs looked yeah. like they were going to dominate that entire game, though, and then all of a sudden just. Pff, Dude, yeah. goal in the second period. When they were come, they came out in the first period. Like, jeez, man, I'm like, oh, this is a kickball. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's be real. We were yeah. all sitting at home going, I'm gonna just change the channel now, man. Five one, this game's 100%. over. We did it again. Yeah. Anytime we go, everyone, it's over. <laughs> and guess what? 
we're good for a couple of those a year though it's it's just what the leafs do you know well and that and that's kind of my that's kind of my point as i said before um it's it's hard to discuss it's hard to get mad about a team that's first in the nhl exactly um, it's hard yeah. it's hard to get mad about a team where this happens to just once this season um if it happened two or three games prior and more than once by all means, everyone has a right to get pissed and get upset with, with this team yep. and, and blowing leads and stuff. But let's be honest. They've been playing great defensively as a team. Um, and they just had a mental breakdown on uh, on that Monday night with, the, with that loss. They completely just stopped playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then, and then what, happens, what happens in hockey with any teams, you can get into those modes where okay, okay, let's not let this get away from us. And then all of a sudden it's 5-2, it's 5-3. Okay, guys, like settle down. And then you start getting in your own head and making those mistakes, which is basically what happened to the Leafs in Ottawa. There were some, they're a team uh, who has no pressure. They have no uh, expectation. They're a bunch of young, fast players. And it just made sense for them to keep pushing and keep working towards tying the game and eventually winning. And that's what happened. They didn't stop. So you got to give all the credit in the world to the senators for coming back and getting that win. Cause they earned it. But at the same time, the Leafs, you know, shot themselves in the foot by letting them back yep. in that game. Yep. And, and to my point that I was, I was texting earlier with Tom is it's good that they went through this because now they know that no matter what happens, you cannot let your guard down for a minute because you just blew a 5-1 lead to the worst team in the league. Yeah. The, the only hap- good thing about yeah. it is that it was to the Sens, so it's not like uh, you know, it doesn't change anything in the standings exactly, between those yeah. two teams kind of thing, really. Like, if it was, like, a team a couple points behind them and they did that, it'd be a, a way bigger deal, right? Yeah, exactly. And, they, and yeah. they still got one point, like, you know, whatever. But that's what's lost <laughs> I know, somehow this. we got a they point. They still got a point. <laughs> they should have won, but they point. still got a point, so, you know, it's, Which not is that. Beautiful. it's not the worst thing ever. No, it's not. It's just the way it happened. And and I, mm-hmm. I even, I hate bringing up the past of of what what we have done with, you know, you know the Boston series, dare I remind you guys, or even the... Um, you know, you talk about the uh, the Zamboni game with the goalie there, or whatever. Like these these oh odd God. games that are just if you're not a Leaf fan, is so easy and fun to pick on. And as diehard Leaf fans like ourselves, we can't help but you know we can't help but remember those. But at the same time, we're realistic this year in terms of our expectations of this team, and it's too. It's it's too irresponsible to think that oh this is a sign of things to come. No chance. No, not with this yeah. team. This team is too uh, is too ready and, and built for for the long haul. Playoffs is almost is pretty much a guarantee, and and we're going for that Stanley Cup. And I don't feel uh, scared saying that this year. And I know a lot of you, I know you guys feel the same way, and know a lot of people feel the same way as well. <clears throat> yeah. So and and. Uh, th- more about the bad that we'll get into. Um, not our first line. <laughs> our first line's playing great. Um, our second line has some questions attached to it. <laughs> we still don't have a guy on the opposite wing that can help Tavares and Nylander. Um, we can talk about Nylander till we're blue in the face, but I think we should start with JT, who has been struggling might. Mighting mightily mightily is that a word who has been struggling it's a word now <laughs> yeah he's been struggling a lot lately 
And uh, until tonight, he didn't have a goal in seven games. So um, he only really got it because I don't know what Keith is he a genius or something? He switched up, put Marner on his line to get him going, and it's it exactly within like two, two, three shifts. That's exactly what you had to do. Yeah, that's exactly what he had that's to crazy. do, and he, and he got a goal, and it was perfect because JT is he's now off to Schneid a little bit with that goal, but still yeah. he he hasn't looked he hasn't looked the same. I and I've told you guys this. I still think. You know, it's it's kind of a long stretch, but I still think ever since he got run into the ice by by Weber on that yeah. Wednesday night game, he hasn't looked the same. But he was he also wasn't producing before that. He's going hard. He just I, I think he's frustrated with his. I don't know. I, I think, think he's, he's frustrated a little bit with his line mates. To be honest, he doesn't have like a consistent effort from guys on either side. He's playing with a different left winger all like. Yeah, all he has season. no consistency. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think I by mates you mean mate, and he does. I was gonna say he does that a little too, disengaged. Yeah. That yeah, you're right, Dave. He honestly he might be seeing butterflies, man, when he's on the ice right now. He just doesn't. Because even his passes are off. Everything. Sometimes off, he throws man. a pass. He, he yeah. Oh, he looked bad. Uh, yeah, a couple games ago, real bad. Oh yeah, so in, I, I mean, in the yeah. Ottawa collapse, that pass that he made out front, <laughs> like that assist that Ugh. he got on their goal. Was yeah, he was gross. just making mistakes that he doesn't usually make, Oof, really. Man, but yeah, no, I think. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that him and Nylander have zero chemistry together, like none, yeah, whatsoever. Big time. There's none, and like, you see the difference like, as soon as really, as soon as uh, as soon as he was on a line with uh, with Marner, his passes were crisp. He knew where the yeah. guy was. That pass and, from Marner was like a sauce right onto his on his. No, you couldn't get a, a, a more a more perfect pass, a more yeah. NHL caliber type pass, and and his shot, my God. Well. He was almost yes. at the blue line with a snapper top corner, like or wrist shot top Man, corner. He's was... got a phenomenal wrister when he lets it go. Like every, every time he scores, it's just top cheese, nice and tight up there. But I mean, <laughs> shade What part. what do we do now? Because our top line is gelling, like just oh my god, slick. they gelling. are. Our top line man. is Tony and, and Guy who am I to question? Who am I to question Joe coming off an injury if he was going to be okay? If he was going to have the yeah. legs? Like, come on, man. We did. Hey, we man. About I've, been, I've been questioning Joe and that line ever since the year started just because of the speed factor. But he goes out. He Dude, goes in there night in and the night out. Half the time. That's what, that's what I'm it's saying. It's crazy. He, we cannot question he, him no longer, man. Holy no. no. He's, he's been proving me wrong. Every time I call out the line or be like, ah, you know what? I don't think it's it's good, but I don't think it'll last he's been he's been proving me wrong ever since they started so kudos to those guys they got 11 points uh, uh alone tonight after this game you got matthews yep. with four points um you got uh, thornton with three and then you got um and then you got marner with four as well so big game by by the leafs and that line is playing great so i i, I we don't really need to get into that line because they're so good and they're and everything's gelling um one thing i will say it's so good to see a Matthews when he gets pumped and jacked up. Yeah. Oh agreed. man. When he's yep. fired up, he's the man. It's the best. He's the best. Let's just say it right now. He's the best player in the world? I think so. He's the best player. I want to know league. what he said Matthews last right night now? Right? after he scored. League, man. And you know what? He's Canadian in my books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I want to know what he said after he scored last night when he kind of turned back to Marner it looked like and then to the bench and he said something. You think he was, tell he was, was like, he taking a shot at Morgan for the OT for not passing it to him when he looked no, him off? No, no, I don't because, think Because, so, dude, when he pointed at Hall, when he passed it to him, he's like, Nyah. he's like, that's what you do. You give it to yeah, me. Because yeah. it was a nice play. I don't, yeah. I don't think he's. You give it to me, dude. 
I, Morgan, I think that's part of it. You, you know, Morgan, sure. if he if he thinks it over again, he's like, why didn't I pass it? It's not. He's just he saw an open net. The goalie was down and out. He probably just tried to put it in. You know. It's a, if anything, it's like a friend. It's like a friendly teammate, brotherly type thing. We're like, come on, man, give me a. F- oh yeah, fuck, no bro. way am I saying come they on. hate each other. No, it's just yeah, man, yeah. Even, he's fired up. He gets the boys going. Oh, I love and... it. It's it, yeah, it's it's good. And with these yeah, guys, man, because they're so filthy, they probably do chirp their shit out of each other, man. Every that's like, what I think too. Speaking, yeah. Speaking of chemistry, the chemistry between Marner and Matthews is like probably the best I've ever seen between two. So are they locked ever. together now for life? For the remainder of their careers, do they ever leave each you can't, other's side? You, no. Uh, you have to. You're, you're, they're getting the big bucks, first of all, which is huge. So um, keep paying them the big bucks and keep them together. Matthews will rack up the goals, and, and Marner will continue to but rack up the points. Do you think either of them can do this without each other? If you split them up, is it okay? Like, does Tavares need to be revived by Mitch? Because when he was with Mitch, he had the best – he had a career year points-wise, right? But I think that with, line yeah. is so good. Is it even yeah. worth Dude, splitting them up to spread the wealth? Or no. do you just say, screw mm-hmm. it, man. We'll just go with one hot line all year. Just like every other team in the say, league, right? You say screw it because you know there's going to be games where like Nylander somehow heats up. And Tavares, now that he's off of this, maybe he goes on a little bit of a roll. You never know. I don't know. It's funny but, the way Tom's talking did, about Nina. Somehow he's going to heat up like he might. That's because I don't want to be positive in any way. <laughs> yeah, one, in, one but, uh, game out of every ten, he'll get two goals. and then he'll Yeah, that's what I mean. That. And, like, I hate on him too much that it just frustrates me, and I don't want to get frustrated when we talk about the Leafs. So I just try to block it out now. I text you guys, you know, Nick saw it. He saw it today. Oh, he said man, something. he had the shift. Sorry, guys, I'm choking here. I'm trying to cover the mic. The shift. <laughs> Yeah, and what's crazy is he's almost a point of game, and we're ripping on him. And But because he's invisible for all the uh, – I don't know. He's just picking up secondary assists and stuff like that. But Pumps twice with his legs, and then he floats for half a shift. He literally does circles. He, like He does a lot of flybys. Do you notice that even on yeah. dump-ins in his own end, he does this thing where he skates full tilt towards the guy. He does fly he by a lot. He stick out. It almost looks like yeah. he's going yeah. for like a slap, and he kind of just flies right by them. Instead of yeah. rubbing him out or hitting him or going for the puck, he actually mm-hmm. does nothing. He just does flybys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll blow the he's zone right. instead of covering the D. What, like he's. What about your, so your buddy uh, Jimmy? Oh my goodness. Uh, I've been talking about this guy. I think that experiment is over. Day one of the Is it like the Barabanov? He's he's done pretty much. Well, he's gonna stay in the lineup, but You think so? I think I I think we'll get to this signing, right? Or maybe we'll just jump into it right now. He's gonna be replaced, and I think we know who Dubis is looking to replace him with. Because he's taking a flyer on these guys that have once showed promise. And hoping that they just hit lightning in a uh, in a bottle. I looked it up. Galchenyuk like averages about fifty points in an eighty-two game season. Dude, I know it. He's got good. he's getting booted from all these teams, and, but and, he's putting and up that's, around. That's playing like with said. like nobodies too. You know, he's been playing on like the third lines, second lines. If he, he if he, he was on no, nobody in Montreal when he was there. That one year yeah. he had thirty goals. He had thirty goals. Yeah, that was like five years ago. But yeah, like he's got the skill. He's Still a third young. over. He's Who a third knows overall. What's wrong with him, though? He's a third overall pick. So, who knows? you know, he's not someone who is a is a shot in the pan. I mean, it, it shouldn't be a shot in the pan. When he was with Montreal and, and they were having their little playoff runs, he wasn't a huge part of it, but, I mean, he, he was a part of it, you know, and you know he what? was putting it, up points. I don't think we've seen enough of him, right? Because when I talk to Montreal fans or Ottawa fans or 
good luck finding a Yotes fan. But (laughs) (laughs) when you talk to people who have watched the games, they just say, like, he is brutal defensively. And he just doesn't compete, which, again. So he's like Nylander. Wow, sounds like like VC to me. 2.0? Is it going to be VC 2.0? Who knows? Maybe, maybe, you know, he's played on some crappy teams. Like, not crappy, but. Yeah. But when has he, and I think, Tom, this is what you're saying. When has he played with the caliber of offensive skill like this team has? And maybe, again. Do you think he'd be a third liner or a fourth liner here on the Leafs? Where do you think he'd sit? Uh, I think he starts on the third line. I I think you don't stop using that fourth line. That fourth line, Boyd Spezza is staying there. And you can throw Patan there. And Patan, I think, has... Has yeah. accepted his role of being in and out of the lineup. I don't think he cares. He's happy to play. Yeah. Um, I think eventually. I'm, I'm throwing a hot take in here, but I think eventually in the playoffs, it Patan's there with Spezza and Boyd. I think that's what has to happen. And third line oh. will probably be VC Kerfoot and potentially Galchenyuk if he pans out, or take VC out and put Hyman there when Simmons comes back. Simmons is on the second line, and then you're Thornton on the first line. We, we so got a lot, lot of guys. When we're healthy, a lot of shuffling. I don't, there's yeah, not we have a lot of guys. guys. And did yeah. you see? Did you see the clips of Robertson down there on the Marlies? Oh, he's Just lighting nice it up. City. Yeah. Well, there's another guy too. He's down and, there for conditioning. Yeah, he's gonna Ooh, have tough the, luck getting the in the only, lineup. I think. Looks good. The only thing is, Robinson is still very young, and it's not the end of the world if he doesn't get in. No, it's not. The future. He's better bright. playing he there will. than sitting on the taxi squad here. Exactly. But that's that. but yeah, exactly. He's getting his reps in, and mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, just fa- just kind of shifting over to our other boy, Sandine, who came came in, you know, oh, came in and and played a bit, and then went got sent back down, got sent to the Marys to get ready, and the guy breaks his foot. Breaks his foot. Yeah. He's so uh, he's having I, a rough go. He's man. having a rough go, and I and and I'm hoping it's not going to drive him out of this city and of this team. Um, no. I'm hoping that it's something that doesn't discourage him from the potential player that he can be. We've seen it happen before. Players yeah. that have this potential, they get hurt, they can't crack the lineup, they turn into a flash in the pen. So, I, I mean, you want to see him succeed, but obviously the situation right now, he doesn't, there's not even, there's obviously he's hurt, but even before that, there wasn't really room for him to come up right now, even though we kind of wanted him to. Dermot has come in and played much better, I think. Guys, yeah. I'm surprised not, with Dermot. I know not only offensively, I'm talking home, defensively. Yeah, that's no, what he's, I'm saying. Him he's and Bogosian yeah. really like suit each other well. I think very Bogosian's well. has been solid back there, and he's helping out Dermot. I think it's good. And I think tonight pulling Bogosian out and putting in Lettinen was a smart. Now move. it has well, now it has flipped to Lettinen. Now Keith's saying, "Listen, man." We had a, you were you were ahead of this guy. Now this guy's ahead of you. So show us what you can do. Like show us that you can stay. In, why you should stay in the lineup? It, he didn't have he didn't yeah. have the strongest game tonight. No, he was, a, he, he was he was definitely yeah. uh, they were yeah. a minus. But I mean, what do you expect if you have the guy sitting in the press box for a week? And but then that's go, true okay, too. Yeah, he's only ever played under ten minutes a night, or he's played limited minutes, and now you go here's twenty minutes a night. Have fun. The guy's like, yeah. what? <laughs> what? What did I do to deserve this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you're pu- you're pairing him with Dermot too, who obviously isn't our strongest D, but has been playing better of late. It was just that was an interesting call though. But I like sitting Bogosian because you want to keep him fresh all year. You do not want him to get injured. That'll no, be and because he's our end. he's our playoff guy. He's our guy that's gonna be 
one of the voices in the room. He's going to be leading by example. He's going to play his whatever. What does he play? 10 minutes a night? 12 minutes a night? Whatever it is. Not even. So that you have that for the playoffs when you need that character guy there to help your team succeed when they need to succeed. So I, I don't I don't mind pulling um, Bogosian off like he was. I know. I'm looking at all the ice time. You know what? Keith, I guess because it was the second game of a back-to-back, he spread the ice time out nice. I'm looking at even the forwards. Everyone. He did a lot better, yeah. Also, I think because of the huge lead that we had, it was easier to yeah, roll all four lines. Sure. But, I mean, I guess that's what you got to do in a back-to-back. Yeah, just looking at mm-hmm. the total ice time for everyone, it's pretty even across the board. I mean, yeah. we got Muzz Daddy putting up points every game. I love seeing seeing the D just chip in offensively. Yeah, too. me too. Good, well, look at, look at Morgan Riley tonight. I've been missing that a lot lately. Morgan Riley, Muzzin and Hall had the most out of the D. Morgan Riley only had 20 minutes tonight. I know. 20 minutes, and he had four minutes of that power play time. So, man, Hall I for mean, Norris, man. This guy is Hall playing for out Norris. of his mind. I love it. And that's, and that's it. what Morgan has needed all these years. He's needed a guy that – you know, you can kind of fall back on, not necessarily offensively, but just someone who can share the brunt of the load. And I, I think like... Keith has been listening to our podcast and heard that he, uh, yeah, that we said that he was playing too much. I think a lot of people I... are listening to our podcast because this stuff is just <laughs> coming true, man. Everything we're saying is coming true. We speak truth, baby. I feel That's like Brody's uh, picked up his game a lot lately too. Like you don't notice him doing any like mis- big mistakes or anything really anymore. And he's, he's playing mm-hmm. pretty well. He's definitely yeah. comfortable. He's, he's definitely getting to know more. You just want him to start chipping in a little bit more offensively, I guess. But you, you can't hey, ask you know too what, much. man? If yeah, yeah. on the whole, aside from these games where yeah, you've you get those late comebacks you and this and that, but he's playing good, man, and he's solidifying yeah, our he key. Is. He's the guy we knew he was mm-hmm. when we got him. Yeah, exactly. Perfect, he's man. that They're he's that guy good, that man. you need to lock down. Yeah. So I mean, with with all that, what's going on? I mean. You know the Leafs sit up, uh, on top of the league. They're they're in first right now, and mm-hmm. they're exactly where we expect them to be. Um, there's still things that we kind of nitpick at because, like we said, this team isn't perfect, and no NHL team is. So we're going to have things that we nitpick at because we don't want it to get to that point when it really, really matters. That where, those are the things that where you're blowing the huge leads games. every night. Where you're blowing huge leads yeah. and, and doing it's, all it's that, easy to so. swallow. One one is easy to swallow when you're the first place team in the league. We're definitely a lot happier than we should be. I wanted to come on here and just go nuts, but again, how can <laughs> you tear out tear apart a team who just got five of six points in a three yeah. game mini series against the same team? So yeah. yeah you kind of almost have to treat it as a one off. Yeah, I want to lose my mind and tear the boys apart, but Come on, man. When you got guys putting up three, four-point nights every night, you're like, ah, oh, whatever, man. It's all good. Yeah, man. It, I I know exactly how you feel because, like, that game when they came back and lost in overtime, I was, like, pissed and, like, that oh, game they pissed. suck yeah. right now. What is going? But then I, like, you think about it, and it's just because you're in, like, the moment. You think about it, and, like, why am I even saying this, dude? This team dominates, like – they should have dominated that game. Well, they just and, blew and it. that's and 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 um, that's what I talk about getting upset with, you know, Leaf fans and and fake Leaf fans or bandwagon jumpers or whatever you want to call it. Now you, you can get upset with them in the moment. That's fine. Yeah, but yeah. after the fact, this team is still in first place. It's, so you can't. Yeah. The more negativity you put into the team, the more negativity you're going to get back from them. And I know it sounds silly, but. It, not that they're listening or anything, but it, it, it definitely will take its toll. I mean, look at Steve Simmons, that nut job. What oh kind of article God. he writes. Like, why do you do that? You do that. You do that for your own ego. 
and but, I don't even but like he's been doing that for that years. He's been. I wouldn't even yeah, give him a click, dude. Screw that. No, man. and he's been he's been doing it. He's been doing it since the the Gilmore days and the Clark days, where whenever something is going wrong, he nitpicks at it and and really dives deep into it. And the fact that this team has been playing so well and they're in first place, he has to find something where he sees it as an opportunity. Yeah, let me. Let me get some. Uh, let me get some uh, publicity here, and let yeah, me get some clout, and and, and that's trash. all it is. And and it's and it's that kind of attitude, that kind of thing, that um, really can put a damper on such a good thing that this team has right now. So all I will say is, with with what you can control, Lee fans, be happy where these guys are at because they're at a very good place right now. And moving forward, there's still plenty more that this team can do and go up from here. So. It, it, there's still a lot of work to be done, guaranteed. Like there's still a lot of work to be done, but the way they're playing right now, I can't see this team thirteen three and two. Like they're thirteen three and two in eighteen games. Listen, That's a man, hell of a record compared to yeah, last year. Hell of a record compared to last yeah. year. We like when we get on this podcast, like we've always said, we're nitpicking because we've been in first place since day one. But we mm-hmm. do see some similarities or bad habits that date back to what happened last year. But we also yep. see way more good things that outweigh those bad. So, yeah. This the, is what, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. you're not going to overnight change your team. But they did, no. they got the right guys in. They got men in. They got the beards. They got the boys. They got <laughs> toughness. They've got – you got my boy Boyd who's just toe-dragging and sniping. Are you kidding me? Well, but, now we could talk about oh, not to not to cut you off, but now we no. could talk about the good. We could talk about those guys. We can talk about well, Nick, the good is you talk the, about Travis Boyd again. Like yeah, that guy the good is, far outweighs the bad right now, right? Yeah, like like and Boyd has come into come on this team and earned his spot at the beginning of the season. We didn't even talk about nobody him. knew who he was. I'm telling and you, now this guy's a yeah, stud. and now he's and now he's here. He's a Stanley Cup champion with Washington, even though he might have not done a lot, but he did contribute mm-hmm. at some point. And at the end of the day, this guy is the guy to fill out that spot with Spezza and and be that fourth line guy that no one touches our fourth line right now. I don't think anyone touches our fourth line. No, and what's crazy is you've only got two guys that are mainstays and the third guy is rotating in and it doesn't matter who. Spets and they're all playing good, with the guys that come in here. Because they're elevating their game. They see how hard these guys work. They see how good mm-hmm. they are on pucks. They see even how much of an offensive threat they are, and they want to join in on the party, man. Well, there's times where you're looking at that fourth line, and you're and you're thinking, these guys look like a decent third or second line on another team. I know. And sometimes during the Leaf game that they're playing, they look better sometimes than the first line because the first line isn't always clicking. So Keith sees that, and he throws them out. Throws them out there. And it's like, hmm, why why do you have to ruin a bad thing by thinking that these guys can't contribute lines one to four? And why do you have that negative attitude towards that? Because there's no reason to. Everyone is clicking. We crap we crap on, on Nylander. Um, we clap, crap on uh, Tavares sometimes. But the fact of the matter is that these guys can produce, and they're doing well for the team. We would like to see Nylander do more, but I mean he's gonna be fine. I think he's gonna be fine. I don't have a. I don't. I don't really have a problem. He's been like this for what? 
Fish four or five years that he's been here. Entire career. This is we always cry about him, right? You so, always gotta have this... that one guy that you rag on that you say he makes too much money, doesn't put up the point. Every team and he has makes, that guy. And he makes the best contract. And on if the that's team. our guy, and he's putting up close to a point a game, <laughs> I'll take it, man. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. And and at, at the end of the day, you you got to be happy with what you got. You got your good two lines there, and you got your good um, you got your good decor finally, and the team is playing great defensively. Hey, Amen. Um, yeah. There was a bit of a lap lasp in the last couple of games where they had gone. Um, they had gone a little bit dry on the power play. And I think they're still not at the level that they were at the beginning of the season with the power play. Um, do, do you think Simmons has a big part in that? Because he was a huge part in that. Do you think um, the cycle between finding who can replace Simmons or the split up of putting into two power plays the power play hasn't been as good as it is and usually it was our strong suit so i just i don't know what what it is about them not not uh being able to capitalize on it yeah i think one for sure simmons i don't think you can replace him and because he was such a big body and he was down low and he was screening the goalie and he had those hands in tight with him coming out it kind of changed the way they're playing now because you can't have that same formation you can't play like that with them not in the lineup because you don't have a guy who can do the things that he does in front of the net. And so now you're relying more up top. And I was yeah. watching Ottawa these last three games. They pressure a lot harder than most teams do. A lot of other teams let you set mm -hmm. up and just put sticks mm -hmm. in lanes and just wave their stick. Mm -hmm. Ottawa's actually coming at you full tilt. So whoever had the puck, they're rushing him. And when you do that, you're just kind of flipping pucks to whoever's in the open. And then eventually you get caught, you ice it. Yeah. It's that, I mean, it's and do you remember what happened the first year when Tavares came here? Remember that power yeah. play was out the gate. The first 10 games was unstoppable. Yeah. Everyone's like, dude, these guys yeah. are producing at like 100% rate. And then what mm -hmm. happened? It was one of the figured worst power plays in the whole league because everyone figured it, figured it out. And what are we? Yeah. We're almost 20 games in. I think teams are starting to figure out how to play against us, which makes it yeah. harder. They were producing at almost a 50% rate. Like, you're never going to keep that kind of production up. So it's those two things. It's one, we miss Simmons, and it's two, other teams figuring it out. So, I mean, the boys are so talented. They're going to score regardless, but... They're going to figure it out. Just and, not and at the rate be that okay. we're going at. It's just no. not attainable. But I think, but I think that the Simmons point is a great point. The point of, of, of teams figuring it out is a great point, too, because you notice it with... Now, DJ Smith's a former coach, assistant coach with the team. So at the same time, you, you know that he knows somewhat how this team yeah, works. Yeah, and maybe that's why Ottawa plays it so tough. And maybe play, that's part of the reason why it plays it so tough, but I don't think you need to be a former assistant coach to know what to do on that power play. No. They're getting to the same guys. Matthews lines up on that one side. You'll notice it every time that if Ottawa has a chance to set up, they'll send that lower point guy and that higher point guy on that side collapsing down to Matthews. Yeah, exactly. And and making it hard for him to get a shot off. Obviously, what that does is it opens up more and you get the other guys to have a chance, but that's the guy you have to watch for. You have to watch for Matthews. And the Ottawa team is doing a, they're doing a good job of shutting him down like that. Now you move to the second power play and you would think that a guy like Tavares that's struggling with the power play is not able to produce at all with the guys that he has. He's got Nylander there. He's got, Spets. um, yeah. he's got Spezza there. Um, he's, he's got, he's got the players that can at least help him. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it, because at the beginning, even before the first power play, 
was doing well. That second power play was the for the first three or four games. That was the power play. It was that second line power play. I know. That's true. It wasn't even our, our number one. It was our number two that kept scoring. We weren't even yeah, getting and, to see the number one. No. And then the number one power play kept kept going. And then the number two power play was still going. And that's what catapulted us to one of the best power plays in the league. Yep. So the one thing I don't like about this power play is the predictability of, of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very easy to pick up on what they're going to do, where guys are going to be, um, what kind of setup they're going to, they're going to have. And I'm, we're not the only team that does that stupid drop pass. I know every, everyone's adopted every, it and I can't stand it. I can't it. understand Every time it. I see it, I cringe. It, it angers me for some reason. I yeah. can't understand it. And, and, um, you skate full tilt one way, drop pass, and the camera can't even pick it up because the pass is so far it's back. It's so funny when you it's see that. It's yeah. between two zones, and you're like, who's there? Who the yeah, hell's going to – who'd you pass to? Who's gonna, yeah. And, but what I notice about it too is even after they do that drop pass and they gain the line, always they gain the line on that one left side or even the right side, but mostly the left side. And there's a guy, usually if Marner's bringing it in, Tavares waits at the line. They stay on side, and Marner does that little drop to Tavares. Yeah, a little pullback. To, yeah, to exactly. set up that little pullback, and then he goes in, and then they set up at the point. Now, you're going at full speed. It's almost like you're doing your – your. it's almost like you're ruining it for yourself and your team by by you're doing more damage by going full speed and then dropping the puck. Like you, that's That's not an easy pass to make. You're making it harder than it is. So, no, and there's so many you, times, too, where there's an open lane, but I guess you're yeah. so fixed in on practice. I guess you just drill it day in and day out that you don't even take the open lane anymore, free you know, free walk into the zone because you're so used to just drop passing it. Even when they hang, the other team hangs a guy back. It's almost like they're skating forward past that guy and then trying to pass it backwards through the other team's player instead of going forward. You're like, yeah, well, exactly. what are you guys doing? You're making this so and, much difficult. So much, and you have, and you have the talent to 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 deliver as a power play unit, and yeah. making it harder for yourself. It just boggles my mind. They're so good, uh, you know, five on five, yeah. they have no issues usually. Um, and you think, oh, with an extra guy, you should be able to be the best power play yeah. in the league with ease. And you're doing these stupid, stupid things. So, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, we're again, we're nitpicking. You know, we're finding yeah, new things to talk about fine. because this team is doing so good. So we're going to shift gears here into something that was pretty cool to see. Um, combining two of our childhood passions that we have uh, been so passionate about over the years. One, obviously, hockey and the Leafs. And for those that don't know, we're pretty big wrestling fans back in the day. And obviously not today because it's kind of garbage now. But uh, back in the day, we were huge wrestling fans. And uh, Sportsnet had done an interview with um, WWE superstar Edge, uh, whose real name is Adam Copeland, who hails from Orangeville, Ontario, and is a bona fide. And when I say bona fide Leaf fan, this guy, I didn't realize... How much of a diehard Leaf fan Edge was. Guy loves the Leafs. Dude, the rated <laughs> R superstar, baby. That's he unreal. loves it. When it he was... loves it. pulled out that title belt. Oh, my God. How that's the sexiest thing that I've now? ever seen. It's the sexiest thing I've I ever think, seen. I think we're going to make that our uh, podcast for this episode, our podcast uh, picture. A hundred percent. He deserves We're going to make it that title belt because that was amazing to, to see. Edge, dude. Yeah. So I mean, he had 
And and he didn't. He doesn't seem like a bandwagon fan. That no, he's, he's bandwagon. He's, he knows his shit, man. If you ever hear him talk, he can recite yeah. you games and players back from the eighties, nineties. Like he actually his yeah, he, memory, which is surprising from all the steel chairs he's taken to the face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And yeah. and he has um, he Legend, has man, he he mentioned how he has a limited edition plaque of yep. the Maple Leaf Gardens. Where there's 167 made, and he has number 67 oh, of yeah, that insane. limited God, edition. Like, and for him, like, and obviously, you know, 67 the last time they won the cup, and it's it it's it sucks to remind ourselves of that. But at the same time, it's a part of their history. It's a big part of their history. Yeah. It was it was the end of an era where that team was very dominant, and that that dynasty was very dominant during that time. And for him to understand and and know that. It's so cool because you don't think of a wrestler being, ne- never mind a Leaf fan, a hockey fan like he is. And no, he's diehard, man. He's a diehard Leaf fan. He knows everything. He knows his uh, trivia. He's got the memorabilia. And apparently, he just built it this year, probably in 2020. But I was listening to him talk. Yeah, yeah he built a Leaf shrine in his basement, man. He's got a Leaf room. The, he, his oh, memorabilia was amazing, incredible. Amazing. The stuff, stuff he had was insane. Yeah. And guess yeah. what? Guess who, guess whose favorite leaf is right now? I'll give you one <laughs> guess each. I know who it is. Go. Oh, you know no. who it is? I know who it is. Yeah, I'll tell you who it is. Uh, is it someone you'll never that guess. matches his hairstyle? You you'll might never guess. guess. You might guess. I mean, it's one of the guys on the roster, but go. I'm saying right now today playing for the Leafs. Who who do you think? His favorite player. Who's his favorite player it's, on the Leafs right now? It's Don't tell me it's Nylander. No. Oh, oh it's snappy. No. It's a, it, no. it's awesome, and only of course a guy like Edge would say this because he's such a beauty. It's got to it... be like Morgan Riley. Oh, close. It's Muzz Daddy. It's Jake Muzzin. Muzzin. Bro. Wow, loves that's Muzzin. He loves Muzzin. Says he doesn't he get loves enough the love. Rough... Nice. That's sick, and it's true. He oh, does. You know what? It, he brings up a good point because you know we we kind of we. We rip on Muzzin. We don't rip on him, but we kind of give no, him a hard time a little bit. Us. He was having a rough go at the start. Yeah, and and I think we've come to accept that sometimes he's going to be that big Shrek friendly giant type guy that will kind of be off balance at times, <laughs> or you know he'll he'll he he won't be as as strong or as yeah um he won't be as smooth with the puck or even his skating or whatever. He's so good to have on our team though. He's yeah. such a big important part of our team, and and he gets aggressive. He gets rough. I mean, look what he did when when we played Calgary. Look what he did to the Kachuk. Who else does that kind of? Yeah, thing? that was awesome. That's a character move. That's a guy you want on your team. Like, oh yeah, you sat on our goalie here. Take a puck. We just beat you, bud. Yeah, <laughs> kiss my ass. So like having that guy, you know, even if he's not the most offensively sound or even even the strongest defensive defenseman. Um, he he is big, so he is a little bit slower, but he still gets the job done, and he is yeah. still a bona fide still muzz UD. daddy, muzz still daddy. muzz daddy. And if Edge and... loves him, we love him too. Yeah, damn oh, right oh, we yeah. do. Damn right we Edge do. Edge is such a beauty. Yeah, that was awesome to see. And um, uh, uh, just sticking with the defense, I just want to talk about it a little bit more. Um, it's it's nice to see. Um, you know, we joke about Hall for Norris. But it's it's really nice to see him come into his own. He's playing with so much comfort, confidence, and he's he's just 
grown into a very important part of this team. For yeah, sure. and do you see him chirping everyone? Do you see all like when they cut to him, like camera and everything? He's chirping. Oh, he's, Ottawa. Oh, he's ripping every on player, everyone. Either he knows everyone in the league, or he is <laughs> chirp city to every guy, like touching back icings and like turning around. You know when they kind of come together and they're just gliding up the ice. Yeah, they're gliding yeah. together. He's chirping. At, he's talking to everybody. That's amazing. So either he's the nicest guy in the league, or he is just got chirps. No, he's under ripping his on for sure with a days, smile. Man. Hey, nice ice there, bud. Yeah, exactly. And then way to shoot it down and ruin it for your team, bud. <laughs> I wish they were mic'd up more often so you can Oh, my God. It'd be so, so beautiful. Funny I bet like you that. he is a legend, man. And it's crazy because, you know, a few years ago, we're like, who is this oaf? This I know. Like, who are you? Get this guy off the team. Get this guy off the team. He's terrible. And then, you know, he, he really shown what he can do during the play-in round. Against against Columbus well, and if, a little bit before the season if ended. If you recall, too. Babcock just never gave him a chance. It was Marinson yeah, or bust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marinson or bust. Yeah. Paul was yeah. allegedly whole should have been here a year or two prior to where he came in. Now, right? Like he should have been here. He should have been on our D. Should have been growing what a, what with the a, boys. But Babcock held yeah. him out. So what a blind mm-hmm. horse's ass Babcock was. <laughs> What a piece of crap. Anyway, we all loved so him when he was here until the last year. No, but you know what? Because we loved him because Coach of his of the rep. Year in his first you know, year should have been. <laughs> yeah, but and and you know what? It was he he came here with the reputation of being a su- success, and he had the experience, and you know naturally so anyone would be like, yeah, let's get this guy coach Team Canada. This guy coach the coaching the Red Wings got the McStanley Cup. This guy he's got to be great. He's got to be great. And then over the yeah. years, you know, they didn't succeed. And then slowly you started to see, okay, something's up with this. Oh, my. Like, Ben Matthews plays 16 minutes in a playoff game. Like, yeah. wh- what is that? Dude, like, when you it's... when two years in a row, you got to fly to Glendale to go talk to – or Scott's or wherever he's I going. would love to when be able to fly When you had to fly to Arizona to personally say, hey, man, I'm sorry I only played you 10 minutes and both games have been blah, blah, blah. And next year you're going to be the guy that we need – like – Dude, horrible something's wrong horrible like, i can't imagine i can't imagine even that that whole marner thing with the the ranking your work ethic like what are you doing dude what are you doing Did you see his apology you're, on you're, NBC? you're a complete <laughs> what a that joke. was a joke i don't know if we talked about it what but that, we talked that, a little bit about we it we talked a little and and it's i don't know it's not even worth bringing up the guy's a joke nah. he's gone we got uh we got uh, uh chief keith here now and he's doing beauty um, the boys seem to be responding to him. He's 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 a player coach, and like we talked about with Tortorella, uh, the, those days of being the angry, uh, yelling coach, those days are over. You have to be able to have a communication and a relationship with your with your players yeah. where they trust you and you put your trust in them, and that's obviously what they're doing. I even saw Keith a few times tonight go to Joe and like speak to him, and Joe would turn back and speak to him too, and it looked like they were talking about something rather important about you know, about the game. And yeah, I like he's, the way Keith is with the guys. And he's still the head coach. You're still the head coach. Mm-hmm. You still got to do what you got to do. Um, before we end off here, uh, we're going to shift uh, to our good guy of the week. And um, while we do have a few guys that we can select for this good guy of the week, um, obviously Austin Matthews has been a com- going on a complete tear as of late. Uh, he's leading the leading league in goals. Um, you can talk about Mitch Marner as well, just continuously producing and putting up points. But I think it's important for us to recognize this good guy. He was out for about a month, and 
it was that same old song and dance of, is he durable enough to remain in the lineup? And when he comes back, is he going to be the same guy or is he going to be worse? And boy, were did he not disappoint. Our good guy of the week is none other than Jumbo Joe Thornton, the man. Jumbo. The man the, with the beard. The, the man with the beard. Now, Jumbo Joe, he is obviously a future, I would say, a future Hall of Famer in this league. First I ballot. mean, he's been in the league. I would think so, yeah. He's been in the league for 21-plus years, 20-plus years. We just got to get him that cup. He just wants that cup, and, and he's coming, here. Baby. And that's why he's here. And you could see the smile on his face. He's taken Matthews and Marner under his wing. He knows he's the old guy. He doesn't care. Yeah. He he, he's, he loves that because it makes him feel young again to be around the boys. And you feel, you even see in the like, interviews. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like the way they were with, like, uh, Marlowe when he was here too. Like, it 100%. Feels like it's literally the same relationship type thing. They're, you know, and don't, they and I have a great time together. They love playing together. And I wouldn't put it past together. I wouldn't put it past Marlowe to like or even Thornton for them to have a conversation with each other before Joe got here and be oh, like, for sure. 100% yo, what can I expect? And Marlowe's like, dude, you're gonna have a blast. Like you're I think that's why he's here. I think yeah. uh Marlo part of it for sure. For him for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean you, you you can't really give good guy of the week to anyone else. Uh the first game he came back you thought being off for that long he he'd take a while to get back in the lineup. Guy had two points. Yeah, we right were debating where where you should slot back in. I guy jumped it. right back into his spot on the, the first line. Right he had lines. legs like Spezza, man. Remember when Spezza sat Crazy. out and then whoo, yeah. come his out the first gate. game back, he had a shift where he was flying, and I was like, "What? Like, I didn't even know he could skate that fast anymore." Wow. We didn't <laughs> see that. How dare? Like, how dare us? Wow. We doubt this guy. How, how dare, dare we doubt this guy? We deserve this. We didn't doubt it. We just didn't expect <laughs> him to come back flying the way he has. Like he and, didn't slow down that first line at all. He kept going, if not even better. And and it's and it's exactly it's gotten even better because now it came to a point where we thought that maybe he would be, you know, his speed would kind of slow the line down. They have to play catch yeah. up with him, and 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 I've always been suspect of that. But it, it, the reality is, the, the, he have you seen the passes this guy's making? Crazy. And and it's nothing new because it's Joe Thornton. But obviously, we don't see him that much because he played in San Jose all those years, so mm-hmm. we didn't get to see him that much in terms of the highlights or even on on. Um, on different sport or on they're different on sports late. channels, they're always on late, so yeah. you didn't get to see. You only saw it through highlights every now and then. But the guy has vision like like you can't believe. And even when Matthews or Marner don't score, or when Matthews doesn't score, when he gets the puck from Joe, the pass and the plays are still amazing. Yeah, still amazing. And you know he came out that first game, and and thank God he came back and and he got his two points. And then the second game that he played, he got two disallowed goals. Yeah, Dude, when you shoot crazy. the goalie into the net, like that's <laughs> that's Which what that, legends are made that's of, man. Another debate. Like... I, I, yeah, that 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 rule in itself is a bit questionable. You shot Murray into the net, but I can see where they're coming from with that rule. Where if if the puck is kind of on the goalie's they don't pad, want you stabbing at the goalie. Exactly, really, they got to but... protect the goalie. So I I can't but argue like, about that. But it was yeah. Joe. He had a goal and it took it he away. He was pushing so. the puck. It's not like he pushed his pad and the puck went in. Like he pushed the puck. And his pad into the net. He's and it was like, like a song. Kind of, That's a man. And it was a split. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it was a split <laughs> second man. that he had the puck man. there and the puck was loose. Technically, the puck was kind of loose. But anyway, regardless. Uh, he man also, of the week this week. Yeah. Good man. Good, good guy of good the week guy, this week. Man, man guy. Good man guy. <laughs> the man week. guy. The man guy of the week. <laughs> the and then, and, and his minutes have been kind of climbing in the past couple of games. I mean, that that. That first game, um, he played he 16 looks like minutes. He didn't miss a beat. 
And then the second game he came in, played 18 minutes. And now after tonight's game, you know, he went back down to 15 minutes, but he had four minutes of power play time. So he's finding his groove with what he needs to do. And when they were up 5-1, 5-2, whatever it was, you don't need to throw Joe there every every minute. So you saw Keith kind of working his line. So he's working him pretty well there too. So um, he got uh, he got his three points tonight, which is beautiful. Yep. Um it's it's I mean it's amazing to see him deliver and we're looking forward to what he can deliver uh for the rest of this season and how he can contribute that, to that top line. And oh, yeah, he's going to spark us against uh, Montreal on Saturday night. No doubt. No doubt yeah. in my mind. And that is why Joe Thornton is our good guy of the week for this week. Now before we go, um yeah, Nick you alluded to it, the upcoming schedule for the boys. Um, we're going to get in three games before we record again. Obviously, Dude. Saturday night, another huge game against Montreal. These Montreal, It's so good that they have huge games against the Montreal Canadiens. And as much as I hate Montreal, I kind of like that they're good this year because it gives that that yeah. feeling of and that passion returning. Intense where, games, for sure. Yeah, and even when they're – and they're low-scoring games, most of them. Yeah, I mean it's it's they're tight. If, oh, they're always they're tight. tight, always, and it's good to see. Um, I mean, sometimes we complain that it gets a little bit boring. We're kind of yeah, they're writing well, disease. There's been some boring games this year for sure. But it, and it goes back to the point of these guys are playing more of a defensive game, and that's what we need. We can't have our cake and eat it too. We yep. want these guys to play defensively, so not every day they're going to put up the points and put up seven goals like they did like they did on Wednesday night. So I mean, it's or Thursday night. So it's good to see. Um, that this passion has returned with this Montreal versus Montreal team. Um, after they play Montreal, they have two games at home against the Flames. The Flames are kind of reeling right now. Uh, they are second last in the division at the moment, and you got to think that they're going to come out desperate and hungry against against the Leafs. Always a good um, game against Calgary too. I like yeah. playing them. Always, like always, them. and we kind of built a little bit of a rivalry with that Kachuk thing, and the Leafs haven't forgotten it. I mean, Kachuk is one of those players that if he does something stupid like that, whether he did it accidentally or not, he still sat on our goalie, you know, yeah. drove his knee into he our look, goalie. He jumped on him. Do you see him jump and, and, like, go on his knees on his back? You don't forget shit No, like Nobody that. lands on their knees like that. No. You, know? you don't forget things like that. And whether you intentionally hurt him, whatever, I don't care what excuses you got. Yeah. You got a reputation in this league, yeah, and you've built that for yourself, so you're going to have everything thrown at you. That that you deserve. So we'll be it's... flipping more pucks at Kachuk. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Freddie Freddie punches punches him in the face. Yeah, just blocker him, Freddie. Get upset, Freddie. I love now, it. Now before uh, we end, do you think Matthews continues his streak to uh, fifty and fifty five this year, or what? What do you think uh, the odds of that are happening? Just quick. I was thinking about that about talking about that. You I, know what? I if don't, you go back to the know. first podcast, go back to the first podcast, check how many goals what? I said he was going to score. I'm pretty sure I predicted this. I'm pretty sure I predicted this. I think I said 150, but <laughs> close. There's a 50 in there. No, let's be real, guys. Let's be real. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Right now. That's what I'm he's saying. Right now. And we know man. Matthews. He can't. He does go cold. He'll go cold for 10 games. He won't get any goals, but man, when Ooh, he's I on. I don't know, man. I think he's a Ooh, new him. He's on. I, I think Tom he's going to rip these multi-goal games either, and he's ripping them right now. Dude, you I know, hope you're right, Tom. You know how insane that would be to hit 50 and 55? That's insane. But guess yeah, what? If anyone can do it. It's yeah. so true. It's our boy. It's, it's, it's so our true. boy. It is. it is our boy. So, I mean, he, he the potential is there. 
Um, he he's on a tear right now. Um, he's he's they're talking about him for for the heart conversation now, which is Everything. the first time the first time that we've heard that in his mm-hmm. in his career that he's been that important to the team and it has a lot to do with the team being as successful as they are right now dude give him so every award did you see when he was playing goal <laughs> with the empty net and he stopped yeah two bucks? did he you see that yeah, yeah. yeah. he's actually... got a perfect save percentage the guy's unreal he can play goal yeah. with you man <laughs> he can do it all he does it that. all man and and it's great that that even thornton said uh they asked him wednesday night after the 2-1 win against ottawa um, they had asked them, uh, what do you think about your line mate, Matthews? And Thornton was saying, well, he's on a different level. He competes so hard. He thinks he should be up for the Selkie, the Rocket, and the Hart as well. Everything. Give him every trophy and, in the And ball. he's yep. playing great defensively. So the Selkie isn't that much of a of a, of a, of It's a not stretch. a reach. Yeah, it's not. Not a reach at all. Uh, the Rocket, it's it's unless he goes, like we said, unless he goes cold. and guys I think like he can OB still go cold, other... and he's going to win the Rocket. I th- I think so too, and 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 the heart again. There's obviously there's other players in the league that are playing really well too, but he's one of the main guys that are just dominating. And that question, yeah, that that question, can he keep it rolling? And I think he can. So um, that'll be yeah, and that that'll that'll uh, we'll see how it how it goes, but. I don't know. I got a good feeling about this guy. You um, almost just kind of laugh every time he puts the puck in the net now because it's crazy. Like, it's unbelievable, he's, man. He's on fire. And like I mentioned too, he he's doing it in different ways. He's not always yep. going top corner. He's finding his holes. He's going five holes, short side, low shots, high shots, whatever. He know, the guy's He'll put it right along the ice and you still yeah. won't stop it. Oh, yeah. what a release. What a Dude. shot. So, Sometimes you can't even see the puck in a slow-mo replay. That's how hard this guy claps it. It's true. You it's can't true. even see it. You just see hands and, in the air. You just see bing, hands in the air. You're like, what? And he's what? been doing this thing ever since he entered what? the league. Where, where what? the what? <laughs> he does Did this thing. Did go lower high? What? <laughs> <laughs> where he has the puck literally like beside his skates and almost behind him. Yeah, and he, he can pull it. it in from his feet like crazy. He's like, insane. I love, he's I just love how he does that. So, um, Give him every trophy. Look, we won. Give us a Stanley yeah, Cup too while we're at it. We want everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, let's calm down. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. We still got a lot to go. It's not. We're it's pretty hyped a... for a team who just blew a five-one lead this week. <laughs> <laughs> the boys, we feel good, man. We, we feel, feel good. good. We feel they responded great. Good. Though. It was a one-off. Yeah. And you know what? We didn't blow uh, today's five-one lead. So Freddie responded the game after, and then the, and then the boys put in seven goals. That's it. So. Wasn't worried at any point. So they're. Um, they're in a good spot. They got these three big games coming up. Big game against Montreal Saturday night. They got uh, Calgary on Monday and Wednesday night as well. The next time you hear from us will be after that Calgary game. Um, and we will tackle the next three games that the Leafs have. Um, as always, stay safe. Thanks for listening. And go Leafs, go, baby. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go.